Hi everyone, I'm Pankaj Mishra and you are listening to the Outliers podcast. It's a podcast, a series of conversations with outliers. Outliers are not just individuals. Outliers are also companies. Outliers are ideas. And uh, once in a while we we do a deep dive into a product or a company to understand how it really works and i'm really thrilled uh, to be doing this series of podcasts with uh, you know a mission to understand a notion a product that some of you or many of you would already know deeper and i am really excited to welcome akshay kothari who is the chief operating officer of notion uh, to this podcast akshay welcome thank you pankaj i've been a long time listener of outliers so it's great to be here you know just a bit of background i've known you akshay since uh, you were running uh, linkedin in india and we saw some amazing work uh, at linkedin in india in terms of brand engagement and so on and so it is really exciting to see you uh, help uh, build something else yeah yeah it was a bit of a bittersweet uh, decision i think i moved to india back in 2016 to uh, help grow linkedin in india and had an amazing run um i think we we got to see our membership grow and i think the my my job at linkedin india was probably as close as it as i as i could have seen any any job get close to like a personal uh mission so i feel like it was a job where what i personally wanted to do and what i professionally was doing were like completely uh intersected and um uh, this idea of like allowing i guess like this idea of just investing time and in helping more people in india get better jobs uh it was hard to really hard to really think of another job that would give me so much satisfaction um uh but as 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 uh you know as luck would have had it i happened to just kind of had breakfast with ivan the ceo of notion uh about a year and a half ago okay and um notion interestingly was my first investment um uh, so after i had sold pulse to linkedin in 2013 i started to do some investing and i've known ivan for you know i actually tried to hire him for pulse and i wow. failed so and so i've decided that i should just invest in this guy and so i invested i think it was one of the first checks in notion back in 2013 and and so i had been kind of following the journey for a long time and there was an opportunity summer of 2018 where he basically said why don't you come help scale the business you know we finally found product market fit and would love for you to just kind of run everything but product mm-hmm. and that was really interesting because you know i've spent almost most of the past decade building product and so <laughs> to basically get a job where i would be doing everything but my core competence was uh, a bit scary but also really interesting because it allows me to really kind of learn a lot of these other functions that um, that i didn't get to uh, and so so it was bittersweet because i was so well settled in india i think we met up a couple of times i was you know we had a baby and 
Uh, yes. we, we got a new apartment in Bangalore. We were so happy in Bangalore. And so this was a tough decision because I knew there's not that many companies like Notion uh, that could be built that way in a way that it's been built. And so it was a tough kind of personal decision to uh, to leave India again and to kind of move the family back out here. Uh, and I try to kind of keep my ties uh, with kind of the startup ecosystem in Bangalore uh, while I'm still here. But um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I think over the last 18, 20 months at Notion, we've really kind of scaled our operations, scaled the company a lot. And uh, professionally, I couldn't be happier. Hmm. Awesome. So, Akshay, this is very fascinating. Uh, and I think this presents us a great opportunity to learn about Notion through kind of two different lenses. The first one, uh, since you were one of the early backers of Notion, you wrote one of the early checks, you, you know, it, it would be great if you could take us through what you saw as Notion back then. And it would be really helpful if we could take the journey from there and then get into uh, the, the product and, and the scale and, and everything else that you see going around at Notion now. So, yeah, that phase one would be really good to know. Sure. Yeah, so Ivan's been thinking about this for, I think, over the, over the last 10 years, he's been thinking about this idea around how do you make more, um, how do you allow more people in the world to build tools? Um, so, one of the interesting things Pankaj has happened is that we now have uh, a small group of people, uh, they're programmers or, or you know, people who can code. Those are the people who built, build these tools that we use. And then everybody else, you know, 99% of the world uh, are not programmers and, and they just have to use the tools that have been built. And Ivan, you know, the founders at Notion, they've been kind of obsessed with how do how do we make more people build things uh, on you know using computers? Uh, Ivan keeps talking about this thing where he says like Akshay, you're using a two thousand dollar MacBook laptop and I'm using a two thousand dollar laptop and I can code and you can't um, <laughs> and and you know for me I can build tools with my computer whereas you Akshay you're you're just using it as a fancy typewriter and. If you think about it, it's actually so right. I mean, it's there's so much. I mean, we, we are all using this amazing device, like these computers, these laptops, and we're we're still using it as a fairly generic kind of typing device. Uh, maybe doing some emails, maybe doing some you know documents and so on. Um, and in Ivan's world, I think he really wanted to kind of provide people a way to build tools without having to learn how to code. Uh, mm -hmm. He felt like it was too much of a barrier for people to build tools. And so his original kind of vision was to kind of allow everybody to build software. And he stuck with that vision for a very long time. It was just him and Simon uh, who kept iterating on it. Now, through many years of um, many years of kind of struggle, he realized one thing, which is that that most people actually don't wake up to build software. You know, most people actually wake up to solve problems they have at work. And, and so no matter how ambitious or how inspiring your vision is, you kind of have to figure out 
a market that you can really ride on. And, and there was not a whole lot of people who were waking up wanting to build software. And so that's when he decided to take the, you know, take a smaller step. And he decided, you know, he focused on just notes and documents and wiki, which is something that, which is kind of in some ways like the most basic unit of work. Everybody does that, no matter what function you're in, no matter what industry you're in, uh, you all, we all need to take notes. We all need to like collaborate on documents. So he started with that. That was Notion 1.0 that launched in 2017. And then in 2018, he added a layer of uh, databases on top of notes. Um, and so that, you know, the notes was a lot of unstructured information you can put together. And then he added databases, kind of general purpose database, which allows you to kind of put more structured content on Notion. And, and that was a tipping point uh, for the company because now suddenly a lot of people have, you know, have been wanting to kind of get a better document collaboration platform or a better wiki or, or even like a better project management software. And the mm. beauty of Notion is that instead of you having to use six different pieces of software, one for notes, one for wiki, one for project management, you can now do all of that in a single piece of software. So it actually reduces you to like, you know, switch context. Um, it, it allows you to just be a lot more productive and collaborate a lot better with your teammates. Um, and this was like a few months before I joined Notion. So I could, def I, when I, when I had breakfast with him that summer, I could see that the product had just hit market fit and there was a huge pull from the market. So many people, so many companies wanted to try Notion out. Uh, and, and so, so that's been kind of the story. Now, interestingly, you know, our vision is still the same. Our, our, you know, when we think about what we want to do in this world, it's, uh, it's to give people the ability to shape the tools that shape their lives. And, and that continues to be alive. What we've seen now is that instead of me trying to convince you to build software, um, what's happened is now people in India, across a lot of different countries in Asia, like around the world, Everybody's now using Notion as like a notes or like a wiki tool. And what they don't realize is that they're actually completely rewiring their workflows on Notion. And, and so they're building templates. They're building all these amazing things on Notion. So effectively, they're actually building new software, but they don't even realize that they're building new software. To them, it's just a wiki tool. But, but to us, we can actually see the, the early signs of, the templates particularly are really interesting because templates individually could just be a separate SaaS software. Um, and so, so that's where we are. You know, we're still fairly early in, in, in many ways. Um, but um, that's kind of been the journey over the last few years. Hmm. Well, this is fascinating. Akshay, one of the things I'm really keen to learn is uh, you talk about, uh, you know, people not even realizing that they are actually built, you know, kind of creating tools for themselves without, uh, in fact, even coding or doing patchwork in that sense. But how, how do you achieve this, this simplicity? How do you achieve this user-friendliness or this very subtle, uh, you know, because it, all this sounds very overwhelming if you ask me, right? I mean, it's like a holy grail for everyone to, to bring all of it together uh, from notes to you name it, right? It, it, it can be overwhelming and it sounds extremely complex. So how to keep it simple? 
Yeah, it's a great question, Pangaj. So when I joined, um, you know, about a year and a half ago, uh, there were only three engineers working on Notion. And uh, this was actually one of the big draws for me to do this because I, I just could not find another team that that had been able to build so much with just three engineers. And it was always kind of, uh, I always wondered how they were able to do this. Like what made it so that three people sitting in, in a small office in San Francisco could build a software that is so horizontal that allows you to do so much different things. Um, mm. And I think the the key here, you know, even today our, our team is just about a dozen people, like dozen engineers work on it. Uh, and I think the way they've been able to do it is by really figuring out what are the basic building blocks of uh, of software. So mm-hmm. one of the things, if you think about all the pieces of software you use, right, and if you decompose them into the building blocks, uh, one thing you'll realize is that there's actually not that many things that there's not that many building blocks. Um, you know, usually most software has some sort of a view, like a calendar view or a list view. Um, there's usually some sort of a database. Um, then there's search, there's notifications. Maybe there's a few more building blocks, but but less than 20 blocks are needed to, to recreate pretty much any piece of software that's out there. And and so what the engineers at Notion did is they they basically built only the building blocks they they didn't try to build a wiki. They didn't try to build a project management software. They built only the basic building blocks. So they built a general purpose database uh, that you can link and do other things. They built general views that you can do. And then the marketing team came in and they took all the building blocks and built simple templates. So the same, you know, we took the same building blocks and we created a template that could be an engineering wiki. We took the same building blocks and we created a task management software like you know jira is um and and that's i think that's the secret sauce of notion is that uh, is 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 the, the the tech team continues to focus on the building blocks whereas the marketing team focuses on the packaging of how we can uh, really kind of you know provide value to the end user um and this is actually like it's not easy to do because obviously you know, there's uh, technically is hard to kind of really create something that works across different platforms, but from a, from, but from an actual value standpoint, uh, you start to think that uh, even something as as complex as let's say an application tracking system that recruiters use, is technically the same thing as like a CRM software that a salesperson uses. Because at the end of the day, both of them are just a simple database with a lot of different dimensions. And, and connections to other things that people use. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, that's that's been the secret. Now, there is there continues to be a, a marketing challenge. Uh, and if you go to Notion's homepage, you know, you'll see that, which is, you know, we call ourselves an all-in-one workspace. And yeah. for, for many people, they get it because they feel like, oh, finally, I can consolidate my 10 tools into one. Uh, but for a lot of other people, you know, they, they, they still don't know what is Notion about? Because Notion is so many different things to different people, and so in many ways we still have to crack that problem. But uh, but the the word of mouth, like just kind of the the community that Notion has, has been just amazing to watch. I think it's probably one of those rare products that 
that has such a strong, passionate fan base. Uh, and I think for us, that's been really helpful because these, this fan base is now creating video tutorials and you know they're creating uh, amazing blog posts about how to use Notion. And so more people are learning about the software through that. Uh, before I move to you know the non-product <laughs> activities and challenges uh, you know that you're talking about, Akshay, uh, all this sounds uh, like you know you need a, quite a dream team to pull it off, even from engineering point of view, right? So from what you have seen uh, of Notion from the start when you were just an investor to now, uh, how would you like to describe the talent uh, or the selection of, of the talent? How how do people get hired at, at Notion? Yeah, the talent is pretty special. I think it is the reason why I joined Notion. Um, I was always fascinated by um, by companies that uh, are able to do a lot while remaining small, and uh, in Notion's case, also profitable. Uh, you know, so I, I I got to see scale in my previous companies at least at linkedin i got to um you know kind of go from like maybe a team of 50 100 people to almost 2000 people that i was responsible for by the end of my time there uh, and then the company was almost 12000 people by the time i left so i think i got to see a lot of scale and i always wondered if you could build uh really successful long term business while still keeping the team small. And when I came across Notion uh, uh, again in the summer, just to kind of catch up with Ivan, I was just shocked that they, they were able to build so much in, in such a, you know, with such a small team. Even today, our, our entire company is less than, I think, 40 people. Um, so I think our secret sauce here has been I, I think we probably hire just like any other company. Uh, you know, we probably have very similar. Um, kind of interview process. The one thing that's different, uh, and this is probably probably something that uh, that I would I think Indian founders would uh, would appreciate learning about, uh, is that I think Notion has this has this bias towards uh, systems building, which is I think you know when we have a problem, I think instead of just throwing people at it. And just throwing, um, you know, just kind of, we know we could solve it just by adding 10 more people. I think Notion uh, painfully waits to build the right system and figure out how to how to kind of grow that system or at least make it efficient. Uh, and, and that's true for not just engineering, uh, as we just talked about how they built the overall system, but it's actually true for also for other functions. Like, you know, even our support team in Notion is just about eight or nine people, and you know they're serving millions of customers, um, and they've built we've built a lot of internal systems to be able to serve our customers better. Uh, and we're taking the same approach for how we think about hiring, how we think about sales, how we think about marketing. Uh, we we kind of start with a lot of first principles, and think about how do we build the right system that that can be helping all the people who work on those functions. Um, and this actually comes straight from the founders. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I've uh, initially, I, I kind of would, would push for like maybe hiring people. And 
I would just get pushbacks on like, well, let's think about it a bit more. Like, uh, is this, this can be definitely solved if we hire more people, but can we keep it tight? Can we keep it small? Are there ways that we could be still achieving the same end result, but, you know, without having to hire? Um, and then also each person at Notion just wears a bunch of different hats. Uh, and, and, and so, you know, as an example, one thing that's fascinating about Notion is that there are no product managers um, uh, because it's obviously it's a small team, but there's also uh, even our designers code. So, uh, <laughs> wow. so, so essentially, you know, the 12 people we have are people whom you could essentially give a big feature and they could run all the way from research all the way to shipping that code in, in, in production uh, all by themselves. Uh, and so, so it kind of parallelizes a lot of work for us, uh, which is you know pretty rare. I, I just haven't seen it um, uh, in very many companies. Wow, this is really amazing, and 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 being able to uh, pull this off and and keep it intact, uh, you know, that's uh, other thing. Uh, so Akshay, you talked about something very interesting. You you said. You talked about the marketing challenge and, and how big it is with, with a product like this, right? Uh, so can you talk a little more about it uh, when it comes to what you do at Notion and how you are uh, helping Notion shape its journey forward and uh, some of the key things that you are focusing on, top learnings there? Sure. So I'm responsible for uh, scaling uh scaling the business at Notion. So I, I joined as the chief operating officer, uh, which is, uh, you know, chief operating officer when I joined as a 10% company was basically making sure that the lunch shows up uh, on time <laughs> and the office gets cleaned uh, <laughs> and, and that we're continuing to like, you know, answer customer support tickets. Uh, but um, uh, it's evolved into really kind of helping the founders you know the founders are uh are just like really special product people and so my 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 job is to like help scale the business and let them continue staying focused on product um in terms of more kind of more concretely it means that i am responsible for our sales success support organizations that really kind of talk to our customers uh, and then also responsible for kind of HR and finance, which is, you know, fairly small at Notion today. Um, and I spent, um, it was interesting, the first three months I spent at Notion was basically just answering questions uh, that was coming into our support channel. And I used to joke with Ivan that, you know, you just got a very expensive COO who's just answering support questions. Uh, <laughs> But I think it was really important, uh, and I think Ivan was brilliant in in forcing me to do that because unless you spend three months answering questions, you don't understand the breadth of this product. You don't understand how people are using it, like all the different challenges uh, they're having with it. And um, so it was quite genius because I think in three months, I finally understood the the just kind of the breadth of the product. And and that made me a significantly better business person because now I have a lot more clarity around how companies are using it, how teams, small teams are using it, how individuals are using it, and and how we can set up the right teams so that we are supporting them in their journey. 
Uh, and it's been really fun. It's, you know, our business has scaled uh, many times over, over the last uh, year and a half. And um, it's been fun watching the company grow as well. I think I was the 10th employee and now we're uh, just over 40. Wow. What a journey. <laughs> Akshay, uh, to whatever extent you can share, uh, what happens when someone new or a company comes to Notion and triggers this whole uh, process of, of, of buying uh, Notion? Uh, you know, we know these things from terms like onboarding and, and so on. But can you tell me a little bit about how it works at Notion when someone comes and, and, and buys Notion Absolutely. or becomes a user? So so we're, um, a lot of people start their Notion journey uh, as a, as an individual uh, note-taking, note take, note you know, as a, like a note-taking app. Um, and so a lot of people start Notion as possibly as like an Evernote replacement or uh, or like an Apple Notes replacement. Uh, compared yeah. to Apple Notes, it's probably not as simple. Um, there's a lot, lot of it, lot of power built into Notion, um, and we're trying to make it simple enough so that it feels like Apple Notes, but there's a lot under, lot more under the hood, uh, and. And so, so I think a lot of people start that way. Now, some of those people uh, put a ton of content on Notion, and then they decide to just uh, move to our our personal plan, uh, which is five dollars a month, and that basically gives you unlimited content, uh, very similar to how Dropbox uh, does it. Uh, and then some of those people, some of the people uh, realize that. That that they really like the product and they and they they share it with their friends or family or coworkers, and they start to use the collaboration features of Notion, which is essentially, you know, turns uh, turns the game into a multiplayer game where everybody can write and everybody can collaborate and build databases and so on. Uh, and so and then and then when when the when the group gets to a content limit, then they can upgrade to our team plan. Which is essentially similar to the personal plan, but it just has all the collaboration features and allows you to kind of use it multi in kind of multiplayer mode. Uh, and then finally, we have an enterprise plan that's typically for you know maybe companies that have 500 employees or more, uh, and they get kind of better security and single sign-on and other features. Um, and so, so that's that's kind of the the basic journey for the most part. In Notion, um, you can actually use the product and play with the product for free and explore all the features for free. Uh, and then when you feel good enough about it, you can actually buy it uh, with your credit card. So for majority of our customers, um, you may never have to talk to anyone at Notion to buy and, and kind of can continue using. Uh, but from a from a support standpoint, we're we're just like two clicks away from asking questions within the app, and then we try to get back to these users, you know, within twelve to twenty four hours uh, with any questions. The questions are actually really fun. The support questions we get are not uh, where is this feature. The support questions we get are, hey, I created these three databases and I've linked them all, and I'm trying to create a formula so that this automatically happens. 
And so it's actually really fun questions that we that we receive, and it's almost like trying to build things with with our customers, which is really fun. Um, and so support does that, and then in many cases, if you're scaling really fast, then you may hear from us uh, to kind of make sure we're 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 giving you uh, the right kind of help uh, and making sure that if you know in case you're interested in uh, upgrading to the enterprise plan, then the sales team can come in and really help you upgrade to that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, particularly the point you made about uh, the kind of questions you get, and and most of them are, I, I think, uh, a lot of them are so engaged uh, users that they are asking questions about how to make things work together or build new things. That's amazing. Yeah, it's the so, most. That's definitely the most fun part of the job. Uh, I think in in my time here. Uh, I've seen uh, probably thousands of th- thousand plus setups of Notion, um, and it's unbelievable. It's, it's some of the things that people are doing in Notion is just so incredibly fun to watch, and uh, and we we started to like tell some of these stories, right? I think we we started to there's a section on our site called the customer stories and you can start to see how these different companies are organizing information internally and how they're collaborating and how they're building culture. Uh, so fun to watch. And um, uh, it's even more interesting now in this world where we're all okay. stuck in our <laughs> homes and, and, you know, working from home that uh, it's really fun to watch uh, how people are kind of using notion to do their work and, and, even for us as a company, uh, we're realizing the power of Notion uh, in this kind of highly distributed workforce. Uh, Akshay, one more thing I wanted to learn more about is people talk about growth hacking a product. And, 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 and there's so many ways to describe that whole thing. Uh, how does that engine work? And what are some of the first principles driving growth uh, at Notion? You know, what are the do's and don'ts? Yeah. So growth hacking is something that uh, I think Notion doesn't really like. I guess the word, I guess that that approach uh, Notion has tried to stay away from. Um, and so I guess like the way I guess it was started early on in Facebook in terms of how they figured out a ways to like really grow their network, and it became a field in the last ten years where I guess. I guess growth hacking kind of refers to as like tricking people to maybe like uh, help you in terms of expanding your user base. And uh, uh, funnily enough, I feel like we did a fair bit of that at LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think, <laughs> at, you know, at Notion, um, we've kind of stayed away from that. So I think even if you, if you, if you, if you sign up for Notion, you'll see that we, we, we're we're probably the least intrusive product. Uh, we're not we're not kind of uh, we're not tricking you into uh, inviting your friends, or we're not tricking you into you know doing other things. Um, one thing we've realized is that uh, if we can provide you with an amazing product experience enough that uh, that that you tell your friends, then that's that's probably the best way to think about growth. Um, even today. You know, Notion's growing so fast and people keep asking you, so like, how are you doing growth hacking or how are you doing paid acquisition? And 
they're kind of surprised to find that we don't do any of them so far. Um, so one thing that we feel like we've benefited from is uh, is kind of goes back to the previous point around uh, there's a lot of power in Notion. So it may seem kind of a simple product on the surface, but 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 deep within, there's actually like a lot of things you could be doing. And so one of the things that's happened with Notion is kind of like uh, there's a lot of people who become Excel experts. You know, Excel is also like a simple product that you and I can use, but then there's like all these Excel macro experts, you know, and they can, they can essentially make Excel it's almost like programming for them. They figure out a way where all this automation can happen in Excel. Yeah, Notion is kind of Notion is kind of like that, where it's simple on the surface, and then you dig deeper and you're like, oh, like I can organize my whole life on this. I can organize all my work on this, and and then there's a sense of pride in these users, which is like, no, 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 Notion did not do this. I did this. Like I I built this, and and that's actually like for us is like really hits to our core vision that we have for the company and what ends up happening with for these people who f- feel so much pride is that the next thing they do is they they create a youtube video about it they write a blog post about it they tweet about it and they and they share their creation they share their template uh for us that's the growth engine like i think just the intense passion and 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 kind of uh, amazing fan base we have has really been the driver of growth at Notion. What what kind of uh, user base uh, you have now, Akshay? Have you talked about it ever? Uh, we, we've discussed a few numbers. We're um, in the millions of users. Um, and uh, I think the New York Times piece talked about it, but we basically quadrupled our users last year. We went from a million users to you know four million users last year. Wow. So the other thing I want to learn more about uh, Akshay is is pricing uh, the product itself, and again to understand uh, what what are some of the first principles, uh, what are some of the deeper philosophies uh, shaping uh, those uh, decisions about. And and I think I know this is a very open question, but but I I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, and this is one thing which which really a lot of them get stuck with. Like, how do you answer this question? How how do you price the product? How do you price Notion? Yeah, that's a really good question. It's probably an area where we haven't done too much yet, uh, but we want to. I feel like we always talk about this every month. Um, our current pricing is is um, is designed to. Um, you know, is designed to be a bit of a premium product. Um, there's definitely like cheaper wikis out there, or there's cheaper like project management software out there. The we've tried to keep the pricing premium because we think Notion is a premium product. It's not trying to just be a wiki, but it's uh, it's trying to uh, be this general purpose software that people can use and build so many things with it, and so. Uh, in many cases, you know, when when a company is just looking to get the cheapest uh, software possible, you know, we don't try to really win that battle. Um, we kind of think if you, you know, if you're if you're getting a, you know, you you kind of you kind of get what you pay for. And so if, if you're happy with a cheap wiki, 
uh, then 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 that's what you get. Uh, I think with Notion, we feel like the pricing is still affordable. Uh, so I think like a team plan is you know only about eight dollars per user per month. Uh, and if you think about Notion as this system of record, it's kind of like this central nervous system where uh, a lot you can pretty much run your company off of it. You know, spending hundred dollars per person for a full year seems like a seems like a good price. Uh, and then very much, I think our pricing is also in taking into account this uh, goal that every person in your organization should be using Notion. And so it's not so high that you feel like you need to only give it to engineers or so on, so on. What happens with 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 the marketing, uh, Akshay? Like. Uh, I know this is being driven a lot by communities, people who love this product, and and you have great numbers to support that. But what happens to the brand notion? How how do you approach that, uh, and how are you building it? Yeah, marketing is super interesting. Uh, marketing is probably an area where we have we have kind of. Uh, truly thought from first principles and done some unique things that uh, happy to share more on. But I think like from, for, so I guess like I'll tell you kind of like a lot of what companies do um, is that they, uh, uh, if you think about like, let's say the paid acquisition stuff, I think a company uh, starts with maybe doing paid ads. Then they think about building a landing page. Then they think about the onboarding flow. And then they think about, you know, maybe the templates people have that they can set up their space with. Um, we decided to do it in exactly the reverse. So essentially, we started with, um, you know, really building really good templates um, so that essentially everybody could have that aha moment. Then we really improved the onboarding flow. Then we built um, landing pages so that we could you know, really speak to certain segments of users. And then once we had those landing pages, we started to do ads. And um, and then even with the ad stuff, we've barely done, uh, you know, it's still such a small portion of our uh, of our kind of acquisition. It's also more recent uh, because I think we, we, we wanted to just explore how we could be tapping that as a distribution medium. Um, so, so that's kind of an acquisition piece, just around like how we think about it, where we kind of went from the inside out, uh, and and that's actually been really fun to watch. Uh, I think the other piece of it is, um, is I think like you know in terms of kind of where we spend our time on, uh, you know, marketing is 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 essentially uh, for us it's content and community. Uh, I think those are two things where we invest uh, a lot of time and money on. Uh, so the first piece is content. Content for us is basically like just telling stories of how other people are using Notion, because I think so much, so many companies get inspired by just seeing how you know other people's are just kind of how they're, uh, you know, what kind of pages do they have and what kind of setup do they have and what can I learn from that setup? Um, and so we started to do this more, and uh, and there's actually like. Uh, a ton of other stories in the works. I'm excited to kind of, you know, have the world see them. Uh, and then the community piece is, is really interesting also because uh, this is essentially, we have this like amazing fan base and, and, and they're, 
they're actually like really excited to to build some of their own content and to organize some of their own events and to you know spread notion uh, through word of mouth because they're so kind of crazy about the product and one interesting uh, fact about the community stuff is that you know over the last nine months uh, this is maybe before the virus hit uh, you know in nine months we saw about 100, 160 events that happened around the world and, uh, and none of them was actually organized by Notion so it's basically like these amazing uh, group of people in literally every part of the world getting together and just talking about Notion I actually attended one of them in Tokyo, um, and it was unbelievable. It was, you know, essentially, uh, Pankaj, there was Sunday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m., uh, there was about 50 people who showed up with their computers and just geeked out on each other's Notion setup. I've wow. never seen anything like that. Uh, and, and and they had this whole program around uh uh, kind of building things with Notion and and sharing each other's kind of like best practices, and it was kind of it just blew my mind that somebody would spend a few hours on a Sunday afternoon doing that, and that's when we realized the power we have in community, and what what a rare thing we have that we need to continue to invest in. Um, so it's actually Ben who is in who's based out of Israel who actually runs a lot of that for us. Um, and I believe I believe the first Indian event finally happened in Delhi a, a couple months ago, uh, oh. and so so excited to see more of this more of these events happening in India as well. Oh, great! It, uh, actually, one thing that uh, I have all I have been curious about, and I thought I'll ask you is this: uh, most of Notion users, would you describe them as people who necessarily have an engineering? bent uh because that that's something i picked up uh you know some 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 people were chatting about and i, I just want to clarify that like how, how do you describe your user uh, we're, we're trying to build something that's simple enough that hopefully um well i guess like you go back to our vision we're trying to build something that everyone in this world could feel like they could use and build tools with uh but there's definitely like an early adopter crowd. Uh, so, so as we think about, like, especially as we look at uh, team and enterprise plan users, people who are using the multiplayer game, I think the, the product engineering design teams of tech and media companies are definitely the people who uh, are kind of the early adopters there. But if you look at the personal, like individual users who use Notion, um, it's very, very diverse. Uh, you know, people from the arts, people from uh, all sorts of different uh, walks of life. There's like actually like a ton of churches in the U.S. use Notion as a way to like organize. Um, uh, there's a lot of art collectives. There's a lot of venture capital firms using Notion. Actually, a ton in India as well. Uh, wow. And so, and so I think overall is diverse, but yeah, like I think as with any tech product, the early adopters are probably, you know, techies like us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So final uh, couple of questions, actually, before I let you go uh, for this uh, conversation is, you know, can you, from what you have watched, uh, can you take me through some of the design principles? Uh, because that's one thing that, that I noticed. And I also 
hear a lot of people talk about. Uh, for for a product that can potentially be so complex to use, uh, the design does uh, catch attention. And so, what are some of the first principles that that you uh, are aware of at Notion that define uh, the way you design uh, the product and and new features? That's a really good question. That's actually going to be a great one for you to ask Ivan uh, when he when he comes on this. Um, but I would say like the the most uh, I think the most high level principle there is to kind of keep it keep it simple keep it dumb is is how ivan would put it which is not to try not try to be like fancy around it just try to make it um efficient make it make make it concise uh and make it clean um and one of the things we try to do is uh is is hopefully it's hopefully it's impossible to build something ugly in Notion because we've just not given you the tools to like make something ugly. Like, you know, the typography is limited. Uh, the the spacing, line spacing and other things, like we don't let you control so much. And and part of the reason with that is that hopefully we've built something where it is just humanly impossible to build something that feels unorganized. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, that's not easy to do, you know, with the with the amount of canvas Notion has, and and also for something that needs to work on like a small device like a phone, all the way to like really large screens. Uh, and and I can't take any credit for this, but I think the team has done an amazing job. Just uh, 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 you know, we have a very strong foundation, and then the broader team continues to build off of it. Yeah, that's fascinating because uh, you know, for a product like this. It is so tempting to over-engineer it. Yeah, we we one of our values is uh, quality than speed. Essentially, what that means for us internally is, you know, we want to always be shipping quality things, and and we want to be able to do it fast uh, because you know the productivity space is a fast-moving space. Uh, but we we do both of those at the expense of quantity. Um, so we may not be shipping maybe too many things but we're but each building block that we ship we will try to ship an extremely high quality building block uh and and our hope would be that this building block will allow people around the world to you know build new things with it um, now we may not be shipping as many building blocks as we want to but you know so we try to keep the quality high but uh but uh, so so that's that's been a, a val- good value that we've had but uh, also, it's kind of related to a little bit of like less is more. Um, yes. How can we do more? Like we could build uh, a separate software for, uh, let's say, let's say CRM. We could build like a Notion CRM software, just because we think we're you know we want it and we're excited about it. But you know the team would resist that temptation because it's not uh, kind of it's it's. It's a specialized thing. It's not a building block that we are building, and so, um, so I think the team's fairly disciplined about these kind of things, um, and um, and so we try to do a few things and we try to do them well. And that that's really interesting, and I think this is one point where I I really want to watch the journey closely because today's uh, temptations can become tomorrow's uh, business necessities, or you know, especially the point about what to build next and. Uh, where do you stop building things? So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep a close watch. 
There's also like I think um, you know you and I have watched this over the last decade, but I think like the two the two products that I admire a lot, uh, not because for what they built, but because for what they did not build, uh, is uh, WhatsApp and Instagram. Yes, uh, you know these are also two companies that are similar, similarly like very small in size. I think probably less than fifty people, and um, in their early days, and and. You know, I think both companies had so much, so many different paths to what they could have built. Like WhatsApp could have gone so many different ways. Instagram, I remember like, it just felt like, why don't they just like build like 17 new things? And 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 founders of both of those companies just stayed super focused on the basic units that needed to get better uh, and didn't get distracted by other things. And, and so... Um, so it's kind of yeah, it's really fun to watch that you know some of these iconic products companies uh, are at the end of the day si- simple because not because uh, it was easy to be simple because it was painful for the founder to just keep saying no to things and just focus on the right things. Absolutely, that is so well put because I I, I truly believe uh, that a lot of these great products and you know they are what they choose not to do more than what they actually do. So fascinating. Final uh, thing in this thread of conversation, Akshay, is, you know, a lot of time when we discuss growth uh, and profit, especially in early stage companies, uh, it becomes kind of a, not a dilemma, but a choice uh, because, okay, so you want to stay lean and profitable versus how do you grow? So how do you describe this? What are the first principles at Notion that are shaping its future when it comes to uh, profitability and, and, and growth and scale. Yeah. So, you know, one of the other um, kind of beliefs of Notion has been this uh, simple idea that, uh, you know, revenue is a resource. Uh, it's a resource that we can, you know, put back into the company, uh, pays our salaries, it, you know, pays our office rent and allows us to grow faster. And so it's an important thing for us to have. Uh, and so that's actually driven that's actually made the company fairly like business oriented from the very beginning. Um, and it served it well. Now the profitability, the profitability stuff is really interesting because I think uh, a lot of people believe that that's actually something we care a lot about. Uh, but actually the profitability stuff at Notion is, is a very accidental thing. So what ended up happening is that the team was so small and and the, there was just a lot of like pull from the market, and so uh, the company became profitable relatively early in its career. So I think like with ten people, it's not that hard to be profitable, and and then the business just continued to scale much 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 faster than we could hire people or we could spend. Um, and so the notion's been profitable every month for maybe the last two years. And and that was again not a goal. Like in fact, like you know, we're trying so hard to like hire faster and spend more money, uh, but but just the business has been has, has has grown a lot faster than than we anyone first could have anticipated, and and so that's been very accidental for us. Now, uh, even though it's accidental, it's given us a lot of um, it's given us a lot of optionality. Uh, in in the way we can structure our company and so 
examples of that is that uh, you know we 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 just don't spend enough to, we don't spend any time uh, talking to prospective investors or you know we don't spend too much time even with our current investors uh, and so and so from from that standpoint like like you know for CEO or a COO that might be like half a day that you just gained every week by not having to deal with that. Uh, and that's like five hours in a week that you can spend more on building a business, uh, which is amazing. It's also given us um, a little bit of freedom in terms of really building this company in 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 a sort of like idealistic, romantic way. Um, yes. Which is, uh, you know, there's no external uh, influence that is asking us to like growth hack or asking us to hit some number every year uh you know we're trying to grow this company extremely sustainably in in a romantic way that is continues to be very mission driven uh which i think is amazing um and then finally i would say it allows us to also be generous with uh with uh, our employees in terms of the ownership they have you know if, if most of the company is owned by the founders and the employees then uh, and then you trying to keep the company small then each person at notion could could be a meaningful owner in the company uh, which is also something that we really uh, you know we really kind of strongly believe in uh, and so so long story short i think the profitability stuff has been really fun and kind of you know very fortuitous for us to have uh, but it's not a goal i think the goal for us is definitely to build a large independent company um, and and this is actually i don't have to explain it too much now with our recent uh funding um but when i joined notion <laughs> i could not tell you how many times people would hear about us not fundraising and they would just say oh you must be building a lifestyle business or you must be building like a small <laughs> like you know small hobby business and and earlier i would have to like I would try to defend myself, uh, Pankaj. I would tell them like, no, 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 this is going to be a big business. It's just, you know, we're just self-sufficient. Uh, and then eventually I just gave up. I was like, you know, let me just build a big business first and then I can tell you why we were not thinking small about this. Uh, and so, um, you know, work's still not done yet, but I, I'm hoping we can take this a lot lot uh, further and then, and then maybe we can talk about the story. Yeah, absolutely, Akshay. And, you know, it is so deep and fascinating that it leaves me hungry for more. And I I really uh, believe that uh, we will add more conversations to this because this is, this, is, uh, this is going to be really valuable for people who want to build things that last. Well, it's been fun being on the show, Pankaj, and look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you, Akshay.